Market Watch is proudly brought to you by Top Sport, home of the Top Sport betting multi. Gamble responsibly. Call 1800 858 858. G'day everyone, welcome to another edition of the Market Watch podcast. One, two, three, jeez, I've jumped the gun again, would you believe it? Anyway, we've sorted it out now. This is very exciting, people. We've got a breakthrough here today. Uh, Not only are we uh, recording on a new platform, but I'm recording on a new device. So, I mean, we're expecting really big things as we lead up to Super Bowl 58. The usual suspects are here for Top Sport, home of the best of the best multis. I'm talking about, well, I think he might have rocketed up to number one seed because he is Mr. Mum. He's looking after the business. He is doing it all up there at Top Sport HQ. I'm talking about Tristan Melhan and Jared Condon from readytheplay.com.au. I note with interest, no 49ers cap in sight. How are you, gentlemen? I'm just got some uh, flashbacks, Jimmy, and uh, I actually normally have a little something I'm going to say when I come into this. This is completely uh, off, off off the hill to when you were trying to work out how to do this countdown on this new device. <laughs> We've had to stop it and start it eight times trying to wait for Jimmy for it to get down to zero. Now, Garland had her second week at school and her first piece of homework was counting backwards from 10 down to zero. Yeah, she couldn't get past one. So we, we couldn't get to that zero, and I've just seen Jimmy have the exact same problem. <laughs> I thought I'd get away from school for a few minutes, but no, we're back there again. So, no, that, that's been my week. It's been a big, big week of sport as well. We've got Super Bowl on Monday. It's going to be brilliant. We've got um, NRL's getting a lot closer as well. We've got Ooh. NBL. We've got plenty of other sports, the cricket. We've got shortened games of, what, T5 cricket or something like that on the horizon. <laughs> but plenty of ha- plenty happening, and looking forward to getting stuck in today. Yeah, Jimmy might have had that three weeks over in uh, in the US, but one thing we do know for sure is he didn't do any IT schooling when he was over there or the odd lesson, but he's he's clearly cleaned up somewhere. He's, he's back the winner, and uh, he's now lashed out and bought himself an $8,000 laptop. I mean, these big radio execs, it must be part of you know, stepping into this new CEO role, which we're yet to find out more on. <laughs> but... Uh, Anyway, Jimmy, great to see that at least you got the countdown right on number eight. And you're right, a big few days ahead with that Super Bowl around the corner. Uh, Stealing a line from my colleague, Joel Kane. There's only three types of people on this planet, those that are good at maths and those that aren't. So just to let you know on that one. Yes, we do have Super Bowl 58 coming up. It's Monday, well, morning, our time. So we can't wait for that. We'll get through all of those markets, I think. Well, last I checked, Tristan, you had 288, uh, so just shy of 300. So we'll have to wait and see come kickoff time. What we like to do here, though, is to look back before we look forward. So we better have a look at last week. There wasn't a whole heap around, right, because of, um, you know, the, the no NFL action over the course of the weekend. But where are we tracking for the charity update? And then, of course, Jared, we'll get you to update the all-important lunch bets. Uh, yeah, we've got a, um, uh, obviously, the balance is ticking up very, very nicely. So the uh, the balance at the moment sits there at a very juicy 5,952. So um, ticking along very, very nicely. After a couple of uh, collects, we got Herman Hesse in at uh, Caulfield, race six, number five. So that got a return. And then, uh, and, and yeah, so 5,952 in the kitty as we speak. 
Well, we've got a big week of racing and we've got the Super Bowl. We'll have prop bets and God knows what coming from all angles for that in the moment. And uh, yes, the all-important lunch bet table has been updated after uh, Mr. Merlihan's, um management call. So we've got uh, Mr. Merlihan himself undefeated, 100% at the present moment. He's leading on plus two. I'm on minus one and Jimmy's on minus three. But it's early days, as you keep saying, Jimmy, and we've got a long way to go. We're only just behind the barriers right now. I'm still trying to work out the mathematics associated with this. But anyway, uh, the, the problem with the working out the mathematics associated with this is as soon as you work it out, the, the goalposts seem to change uh, a little, don't they, Tristan? So anyway, uh, now, international cricket, we've got uh, a three-game T20 series. We've got incredible test series over there in India. Uh, taking on England, and then, of course, we've got a bit of a, a farce over there, New Zealand taking on South Africa, but that is New Zealand getting ready for Australia to go over for a test series. Mate, um, before we get into the, the T20s that are coming up against the West Indies, give us an impact, uh, an understanding of the impact of that. Well, let's call it an abbreviated game down there at Manuka Oval where it was all over in 6.5 overs for Australia who absolutely smashed the West Indies who, unfortunately look like going out of this summer with a whimper rather than what they promised earlier in earlier parts of it. Yeah, it's been a, uh, you know, after that, that big test win, obviously it looked like the Windies were uh, were, were coming back, but that uh, one-day cricket series, that was very, very disappointing. Just the way they collapsed and obviously just didn't show too much fight, particularly in that last game, was very, very disappointing. So they roll into the, the T20 series. They'll be looking to make amends. They've got a few more of the star players back uh, here, which is which is good to see. But, um, yeah, the Aussies, very, very firm favourites, $1.33. The Windies, $3.15. And uh, that's probably about as short as you will see in a T20 matchup. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so there's not a lot to do from a market point of view there. But, anyway, it's it's been very disappointing. Um, there are uh, Nicholas Poran coming in, so he's a good player. But um, I've got to make mention of Jake Fraser-McGurk. So this is a guy who uh, has been given a couple of opportunities now, swings from the hip. Uh, sometimes it gets him into trouble. That's what happens when you play in that fashion. But I reckon Tristan, he announced himself at that one day at Monica as a player, not just of white ball cricket, but I start looking at it now. He's 21 years of age and you think, this is David Warner as a right-hander. You know, this might be David Warner mark two. I know that's a fair statement to make from a bloke who played 112 test matches, but it's got that feel about it with Jake Fraser. McCook! It definitely does. And, and, and I just think it, it looked as though it was a case of he set himself in his innings and then he got on top and he really put the hammer down. So I, I, I think he's certainly, um, you know, that, that sort of performance will give him so much confidence. And uh, he's been doing it well in all, all formats locally. He's sort of bided his time. He's that exciting cricketer as well, as uh, for sure. So that's what we need probably from an Aussie point of view. We need a few of these young guns to really step up to to try to bring into into the team to sort of see if they've got the ability to to, to fill not only Davey Warner's shoes, but we're going to have people like Usman Kawaja, Steve Smith, these sort of guys, um, you know, get, getting towards the end of their career in, in the not-too-distant future. So it's really good to see someone step up and, um, and, and put on a performance like, like he did the other day. All right, Jared, Super Bowl 58. Um, I'm sure you've been combing through all of the stats in the lead-up to this match. Um, whichever way you look at it, the stars on both sides of the field, the stars on the sidelines... Uh, and of course, the stars performing at uh, pre-game and, and at halftime. But um, what are the things that you've gleaned from uh, your research over the course of the last seven days? Oh, Jimmy, to me it looks incredibly even. I, I'm a little surprised that the market's now at two. 
uh, with the 49ers at minus two. I mean, given everything that we know about Mahomes and the Chiefs and, you know, just them coming through this final series as they have, let alone, um, you know, the, the quality record that they have over the last number of years. I mean, playing against Mahomes, betting against Mahomes, um, and Andy Reid, I have to say, the man's just an absolute outstanding coach. He's uh, just fraught with danger. So I, I thought the market should be a little bit closer. Um, you know, there's a... Uh, a train of thought that the net yards per play advantage that the 49ers have had all through the season um, and, you know, potentially the best offence is what gets them home and what gets them winning and what gets them covering the line. But, you know, gee, I thought the Chiefs were there to be beaten in each of their last two outings and they just find a way. They're very clever. Uh, you know, they've changed up their scheme in both both games. Uh, I just think it looks an absolute cracking match. Um, you know, we, we literally have the best of the best. Um, you know, ripper game. I'm, I, I'm sticking with the 49ers. I mean, clearly I'm a 49er supporter. I backed them uh, a couple of months ago, so I've got a, a result on that riding. But, you know, I'm very cautious because it's just a incredibly difficult hurdle to get over. So cracking game. I'm with the 49ers, but ultimate respect to the coach and the quarterback from the Chiefs. Okay, mate, we mentioned the 288 other markets despite, uh, 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 as well as the head-to-head. Is there any that stand out for you, Tristan, that you look at? Is there any been, uh, been any interest that some of the sharp punters that, that bet with Top Sport have found? Yeah, there's, there's been plenty of different options uh, where, where punters are bet into. We, we've taken a stack of markets, uh, a stack of bets on all the different player props. We've, as you say, we've got close to 300 markets sitting up there now. So... Um, some of the ones that I've been looking at, there's been a really strong push in the Debo Samuel uh, options. Uh, we, we know how good the 49ers go when he gets on the scoreboard and he, he scores a touchdown. So there's been support around him anytime touchdown scorer, which just having a look at that, um, Debo is $2.50. On that note, we've got a stack of different touchdown scorer markets. We've got 26 on that uh, in, in itself. So plenty of different ways you can cut and dice things, whether it's to score in the first half, to be the first, second or third touchdown scorer. Plenty of different options there. And then on the receiving yards, um, he's been very, very well supported for the overs. Um, just having a look, over 57.5 is his line. So that's been well taken. We've got all the other uh, receiving yards options where, um, you know, you can bet on him 15, 25, 30 plus, 60 plus. So keep an eye on the website as well. Uh, there's going to be a stack of these markets included into our new same game multi-product, which should be available from tomorrow or Saturday in the lead up to Monday. So that's something we're very proud of releasing. It's going to be a bit of a tester for when the uh, the NRL rolls around, but we're looking at really trying to elevate the number of markets we've got in that product. So it's it's been something the guys have been working very, very hard on over the last few days. Debo Samuel, Jared, where does he, what part does he play in this all important Niners offense? Oh, he's incredibly important, Jimmy. And we saw a couple of weeks ago where he got injured. All of a sudden, the game completely changed complexion. And um, the the man's a machine. And uh, I don't know if he actually bruises because he just puts his body in places and hits and, and, uh, uh, you know, most of us just wouldn't even consider. So, yes, no doubt that he's a very obvious one. And, yeah, clearly options around, uh, you know, Watson and Kelsey for the Chiefs. Um, Yeah, I think Debo and McCaffrey are the two standout um, for uh, the 49ers. The one I've, I've gone looking for and had a really good look through the last couple of days is Christian McCaffrey. Now, the obvious one is any time t- uh, touchdown. And for that, he's somewhere around $1.47, $1.50 uh, in the marketplace. I really like the angle that he's an any time touchdown in the first half. 
and that juices the odds up to about 266 with Top Sport. And uh, I'm very keen on that. I'm very confident. And, you know, there's a big thinking out of the US at the moment, which I agree with, that, you know, if, if you look at... Um, uh, the 49ers getting beat four years ago by the Chiefs. Their second half, um, they got uh, you know run down and then and certainly headed and headed very clearly. Uh, they're going to be very wound up to start strongly, and I think um, if they get within 10 to 15 uh, yards of um, the touchdown, that McCaffrey is going to see a lot of ball, and so I want to be all over that early. I think that they're they're gung ho right from the outset. McCaffrey getting a lot of ball. He to score a touchdown in the first half. 266, count me that. I'm all in. Okay, yeah, I think any time touchdown, Debo Samuel at $2.50 represents outstanding value. So uh, because he's a guy that they're going to go to, and Brock Purdy has shown that he likes throwing. <clears throat> he likes he likes picking off his runners too. Um, that's the other thing. So the knock on Kyle Shanahan in the 49ers was that, you know, they had plan A and they would roll along and invariably they would lead. But if they got behind that's when they found themselves in a whole heap of trouble. and But that was with Colin Kaepernick and that was with um, uh, Garoppolo as their quarterback. This guy, Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, you know, last man picked and all of that sort of stuff, there's something about him from a mentality point of view, Jared, that you see, like, he's not the quickest. He hasn't got the best arm, but he's adequate in all of, the, all of those things. <clears throat> and when the game gets tight, when it gets a little bit... You know, when he's behind and when he needs to find something, he's able to do it. Well, and Jimmy, we only have to go back to that last game against the Lions. That second half, in my opinion, is the best that he has actually played. Um, and, you know, for him to pull that out of the fire and for them to come from behind. I mean, I, I was selling out at half time, uh, and I thought that, you know, he, he was he was better in the first half, but he had some patchy moments from when he was uh, the week prior. But that uh, second half to then go on, you've got to think that that gives him some confidence coming into this game. But it's a, you know, a really good matchup. I mean, uh, as I touched on before, Andy Reid is just a very clever schemer. And you're right, Jimmy. I mean, the, the, the 49ers are amazing. Every game this season, which is 17 to date, they've started favourite. And now they go into the Super Bowl as clear favourites. Uh, yeah, that's some standout record. But they've got some patchiness in them, in particular if they're behind and they've got to come home over the top of you. So just on that, Tristan, has the market decided that the 49ers are favourites or has the book decided that they're favourites? Uh, it's, it's a funny one because for us, we only had, going into the playoffs, we only had three teams that we had liabilities on. And one was Philadelphia as they started the season early, but they were knocked out very, very quickly. And then the other two were Kansas City and San Fran. And I've got to be honest, uh, going into the playoffs, I thought Kansas making the Super Bowl was, was long odds, so I was very happy with that position. And you know, San Fran had been the favourite pretty much all year, so I, I, we expected that to be the case. Um, I, I'd suggest most of the operators all around the world, and obviously this is very much a global market, it's a very uh, very you know, big liquid market in, in all nations now, and... Uh, you know, a lot of the other bookmakers would have would have found themselves with a position against the 49ers as well, I suspect. So I think there's a bit driven into this price on the fact that the 49ers would have taken a lot of action throughout the course of the year. Yes. I think if you were pricing this game as a week one game or a week five game with the same four weeks of momentum both of these sides have had, I think the game would be virtually picking. I think it would be maybe a $1.90 take your pick. At the moment, we've got 176 the 49ers. 208 Kansas and a flat two. And I think that's on the back 
of you know a, a little bit of, of, of a liability led sort of position that a lot of the other market might be facing. And, and I, I think you're right, Christian. I mean, it's a general rule of thumb. You know, somewhere around a one to one and a half, depending on the venue, possibly two, might be your home, home ground advantage. Well, we've got a new, neutral venue here. I don't think at a neutral venue that there's two points between these two at a line. So I think you're right. I think it's it's uh, it's liability factored in. Um, and you know, the, and the other thing too is, you know, Mahomes' record as an underdog is absolutely outstanding. You know, there's a lot of professional punters in the US uh, chafing at the bit over the last week about, you know, backing the Chiefs and taking the plus two. So just on that, um, before we get into to the tips for the for the Super Bowl itself. Tristan, um, growth of the NFL in Australia. You know, we had the situation where there was uh, a bit of a, a surge when Jared Hayne went over and played with the 49ers. Um, I, I get the sense, and maybe it's just me, and I don't know, I've been over in the US for the last two and a half weeks or, or just before that, and, you know, NFL is just dominant, even in a city like Los Angeles. Do we get the sense of the growth of the NFL, and is that reflected in your turnover? Oh, absolutely. And, and, and you've got to look at look at it as we always say in a number of different metrics because it's not just purely total turnover it's number of people engaging in a product as well and and, and we're seeing many many more bets on an nfl game than we saw a number of years ago so the the widespread audience in australia is is just gone to another level on the nfl um you only have to look at our office we you know a couple of the guys uh go and you know, have a few drinks and watch the Super Bowl if they're not working on They've been doing it regularly for the last 10 years. And I think it started with maybe two or three or four. And I think we've got 12 or 14 of the guys really keen to, to go and get involved. And I think that's that's symbolic of what everyone in the nation is doing now. It's it's become one of the biggest sporting events, um, I, I think, in Australia. And it's obviously rivaling a lot of the NRL and AFL just on the back of the sheer magnitude and also uh, Monday day off, probably a lot of people try to angle towards that as well. But uh, yeah, certainly turnover, certainly a lot of the other metrics you can look at. It's just going from strength to strength in terms of popularity. Do you yeah, have well, a... Oh, sorry, the, the, Jared. Yeah, Jimmy, this is the fourth year. I'll be going to a, a, an event on Monday and you know a couple of different pubs that I've been at and uh, each year, absolutely chock-a-block. I mean, you know, I went to the Story Bridge the last two years and going to a different venue this year. But yeah, that's a very big pub and it was chock-a-block chock a block at nine o'clock in the morning and and yeah. a really good mix really good mix of male and female and and just lovers of nfl do you get kicked out jared are you are you not allowed uh, to go back to the story bridge <laughs> uh we've got to be careful jimmy i think we're recording this oh okay just just need to be careful on that fair enough have you got a tip either way tristan what are you doing from a punting point of view jared's told us his from a punting point of view, I'm I'm certainly going uh, on. I know I touched on Debo Samuels, and obviously I'm I'm confident about him having a big game. But I, I just think from a from a market point of view, I, I think that um, you know you're not going to get Kansas as underdogs in a game in a situation like this many many times. I think uh, Mahomes in these big games just steps up, and I think it's virtually a toss of the coin game. And as a result, I'm I'm with Kansas just because I think at the value they they represent a slightly better option from a betting point of view but i just think it's going to be an absolute cracker i think it's going to come down to the wire and i think we're going to get a match that's decided close to the last drive all right i'm going to go um i you know we talked about patrick mahomes and and the influence that he has and the, the respect that he's shown within the league and the, the player that he is so i can't i can't go past him again um you know there's there's not really a mismatch in this game beyond quarterback you know, you can say what you like about Andy Reid and Kyle Shanahan and uh, the respective general managers and the, the franchises themselves and um, the attack and the defence, but there's a mismatch at quarterback. 
So the Kansas City Chiefs, you can get the Kansas City Chiefs plus two or at $2.08 head-to-head, I'm taking them. I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs at the head-to-head, Tristan, that'll be. And as far as MVP go, which is a really popular market, the obvious one is Mahomes at $2.50. But the other one that I think is really interesting, and depending on how Andy Reid wants to play this game and what he's shown over the last couple of weeks, Isaiah Pacheco at $21 for MVP, he he looks to me to be the one of value if you if you're looking out if you're thinking of a Chiefs win and you're looking outside of Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right, Jimmy. And you know the market at the moment, I think is is for uh, he to have uh, under or over 16 uh, carries. Well, you'd think four uh, four carries a quarter for he off the back of what Andy Reid's done with him over the last couple of games would be. <laughs> Uh, about line ball, I'd certainly be taking the overs on that, and I agree with you. I think he's going to see a lot of ball. Um, and yeah, there's been a couple of occasions recently where the uh, 49ers, 49ers have been opened up down through the middle, and uh, he's the man. So you're right, twenty-one dollars. That's a nice little angle. I think you probably also got to have a quick look at uh, Mr. Kelsey as well, if you like the uh, the 49. Uh, sorry, like the Chiefs. I think there's going to be a little bit of fanfare surrounding his participation, and maybe. If he scores a touchdown, the storyline and the uh, all oh, the sentimental value, there might be a little bit of uh, push in that direction too. A bit of Tay-Tay, you think? Uh, yes. Oh, my God. The uh, the coverage will be enormous. Go Tay-Tay's boyfriend. Go Tay-Tay's boyfriend. And apparently they're tailor-gating there, not tailgating. So it's a, uh, very good. Yeah, can't wait. Monday. Uh, last year I was at the Gregory Hills Hotel. Had a great time there, so I might head back there. It's a, a great pub out my way, so I'll uh, be looking forward to that. All right, gentlemen, let's get into the racing for the weekend. Uh, Tristan, uh, the first Group 1 of the Autumn Carnival is up. First Group 1 of the Autumn Carnival. It's exciting. We've got the uh, CFO Stakes down there at Caulfield where Mr Brightside, it's the very, very firm favourite. It's $1.80 in the first Group 1 of the, the Carnival, and... No, it, it showed a lot of potential last preparation. It was uh, undefeated its first three runs and then just dropped off slightly the back end of the prep running uh, three consecutive seconds. So, um, you know, fresh, it runs really, really well. And as a result, the market's put it up, um, you know, very warm favourite, $1.80. Got into $1.75 and now it's drifted back to that $1.80 mark. But it's a pretty hot race. You've got v- uh, V8, who was very impressive last start, 7.50 into 6.50. Pride of Jenny as well. It won its last two starts, uh, last preparation. It's at six fifty, so um, it looks a really good race to start us off. We, we got a good meeting down there in uh, Sydney as well with the um, the English Millennium at Randwick. So plenty of good action. Uh, a lot of the good horses are starting to come back, which is exciting to see. Tristan, in the uh, in the aura, has there been much of a move outside the favourite? I had a good look at the race this morning and tried to have a look around it, and gee, I, I just couldn't find anything other than maybe V8, but, you know, gee, it's a big step up for it if it was to beat Mr Brightside, which I can't see it doing. I mean, you know, prior to Jenny or, uh, uh, you know, Tissue or a couple of those others, uh, you know, obviously first up, as is Mr Brightside, but they're normally runners that need a bit of fitness to then want to be able to challenge here. Yeah, there has been a little bit of a push for V8, but certainly from our perspective, all the money at the moment's being Mr. Brightside. So it is at that dollar yeah. eighty. It wouldn't surprise me if it starts a little bit shorter as well. But um, you know, I'm sure there will be a few punters looking looking to find a you know a few of those rougher options around it, just with the suspicion that Mr. Brightside, you know, might might be some uh, some chance of getting rolled first up, despite it's a strong record in that capacity. All right, Jared, where are you taking us? 
which I mean, I'll give you a little three leg all up. One of Whoa. which will be my bet. So my bet to, to Saturday is certainly Caulfield, race eight, number four. Love this girl, Asphora. She's uh, what I think she's already uh, what 250, 240 into about evens. Tristan, um, maybe she gets a little little bit out by uh, Saturday afternoon. Race eight, number four, Asphora. But I do think you could also play a multi up with her. Race four and take Southport Tycoon, and then race nine, end it with um, Mr. Brightside. Yeah, that would be a nice little multi, and I'll be in a little bit of pain if those three salute in the big races there at Caulfield, <laughs> but that, uh, that multi would work out at $6.61 for anyone listening that wants to follow Jared's uh, mail there. All right, Tristan, you got one for us? Yeah, I'm going to take us to Randwick. Um, there's obviously good racing in, in both of those states, but... I'm going to take us to um, Randwick Race Six, Number One Griff. I, I think it's um, it, it's a horse that's that's shown uh, that, that showed at the back end of last preparation. It was very very hard to beat. Um, it's first up, uh, Ben Benny Mellum gone down to Melbourne, uh, gone down to Sydney from Melbourne, which I think is very interesting as well. So at the six dollar mark, I'm going to have my hundred on Griff at the at that price. Okay, you want to have a go at me and my maths? What about your geography? Mate, you don't go down to Sydney from Melbourne, but anyway, that's a, that's a separate issue altogether. Um, now, here's the disconcerting thing for you, Tristan. Uh, Tracy from Cordor has done the mail, and she sent me through what she likes for the weekend. <clears throat> es- uh, Randwick Race 6, the Eskimo Prince Stakes, keen to play two runners. One of them is number four, Cabalas. Okay, the wild card. Now into favouritism, I see, at the top sport market. So open and now into 440 out of the uh, Bjorn Baker stable that is absolutely flying. And the other one is number one, Griff. So um, I'm going to have to work out a staking plan here. Um, so I'm going to go uh, 440 Cabalus. Oh, you know what? I'll just do even stake. Um, $50 on... Griff at $6, $50 on number four, Cabalus at $4.40. How's that? That's very good. And uh, the stars are aligning. I thought we were going to have a chance of a lunch bet there for a little, little moment. But, uh, so did work. I. <laughs> Talk about Mr. Splinters. Why don't you back three or four in a race, Jimmy? Well, here's the other. Here's the thing. Why don't we do this? I'll, I'll say that Cabalus finishes ahead of Griff. And, and if, if that if that does happen, you owe me a lunch bet. All right. Sounds good. Sounds How's that? Good. Let's lock it in. Righto. Flader? Flader Condon, you want to do anything with that? Mate, I'm still I'm still gobsmacked that you, you really lashed out to take the favourite to finish in front of another horse in the race. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe he said yes. But anyway, he might, he might have softened in 2024. He's, just, he's looking after the girls on his own. I think he's... He's gone to mush in the head, mate. He's gone. He's gone to mush. <laughs> Hang on, I didn't say yes to anything. I'm still gobsmacked about the bet. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Anyway, all right, gents. Super Bowl Monday. Enjoy that great weekend of racing, and of course, all sport. Check out all the markets for everything you want. Topsport.com.au. Enjoy the weekend, fellas. And Thanks, we'll be course. back with rugby league with next week, Jimmy. Oh yes, the big countdown. Have a good one.
Reading the Play is Australia's favourite source of NRL and horse racing tips. Our professional analysts provide the sporting enthusiast with the best of the best. Get the best professional tips and previews from our tipsters direct to your phone. Readingtheplay.com.